Yo, what is going on, people out there in the universe, cryptoverse, multiverse, all the verses, all the verses of your favorite song right now. I hope <laughs> y'all are enjoying. Uh, things are happening. And I am pleased to come to you through this recording and these waves uh, as my voice carries to your ear holes um i got dan on the line and so yeah this is phil and as always what we're about to discuss are topics that interest us things that we're into um then if you've been an avid listener or if you've caught some of our previous episodes um one of the things that have been prevalent or kind of main focus our main focus has been what the crypto universe or the cryptosphere what cryptocurrency has been doing for the world of finances and digital finance um danny and i are longtime friends we go back uh, several several years and um his kind of crypto journey started um, uh, back in the uh, first bull run. Um, and here we are. We are enjoying what we're seeing because it means that there is an evolution. Things are evolving. Things are um, taking place that maybe should have taken place a while ago to shake, shake people uh, shake people up the right way and kind of wake up, uh, wake the right people up. That there is some controversy that comes with that, of course. Um, regardless, what we have um, is I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> Dude, I lost, lost it. Um, so, what we were going to talk about this uh, episode, I guess, was. Uh... You know, of course, the the crypto market is really on fire right now. The greed index is uh, super high, and uh, there's an actual there's an actual greed index, by the way, uh, ladies and gents. Uh, it and it's I think at ninety three. Um, it's like a a hundred is like you know maximum greed. So right now, there's not a lot of fear. Everybody's feeling great, and everybody's, <laughs> you know, right. you and, have and, everyone, and everybody should, should be feeling good. I mean, because I mean, just recently we hear Elon Musk is uh, gonna, he already, I guess, invested uh, 1.5 billion billion dollars in in Bitcoin, so that not only that except uh bitcoin for their vehicles right correct yeah you'll be able to go and buy yourself a, a tesla with with uh, bitcoin i don't know if it's going to be bitcoin or um ethereum as well or litecoin or bitcoin cash i don't know how that's going to work so that's going to be interesting well i mean nowadays you, you can basically convert those things uh, quite easily on uh on, on exchanges and even decentralized exchanges. 
but that that's I yep. guess a different topic for a different show. Uh, but I remember us, yeah. you know, talking about the um, the precious metal markets where silver right now is at a really great price, I guess, uh, because there's absolutely no <laughs> no uh, supply uh, of it. And I'm being, of course, you know, facetious here. But it, being flippant. Yeah, being it depends flippant. on what side of the fence you're on. Yeah, it depends on what side of the fence you're on. I mean, the yeah, there's there's suppression, right? So and and it's not only um, silver; it's also gold um, and just precious metals. And one thing that Danny and I were talking about is like, how many ounces of gold could one purchase with one Bitcoin today? Um, oh yeah, and believe it or. Yeah, believe it or not, 25 ounces, pretty much, almost 25 and a half ounces of gold with one Bitcoin. We're at uh, just when we started this podcast, um, let alone not to mention when we first started talking about cryptocurrency or Bitcoin or uh, Ripple or anything or Ethereum. But when we first started this podcast back in October, you could only purchase um maybe four ounces of gold per one bitcoin bitcoin was uh in october it was ranging from about ten thousand us dollars to like eleven thousand us dollars and that was already i mean 2020 being what it was um bitcoin was trading sideways for a while so uh it's it's interesting that now um just how many months later? Uh, we're looking at uh, October, so we're looking at like four months later. It requires twenty-five ounces, or excuse me, not requires. It, you you can afford twenty-five ounces of uh, gold or one bitcoin. Um, and and why is this important? Uh, it, because gold for thousands of years has been um, the better method of identifying yeah store wealth right the the Egyptians have been found with like bare uh, uh, mummified or excuse me uh, yeah yeah like entombed rather um, with gold tongues (laughs) and you know like gold gold has been found at the bottom of the ocean I mean um, thousands and thousands of years old gold. It's crazy. So and, and it's been used, uh, you know, throughout history as a you know a medium of exchange, uh, where you know people could trade uh, quite easily with it uh, instead of you know trading or bartering, uh, you know, uh, fruits or vegetables, whatever livestock. It made it much easier to to trade uh, uh, those goods with with gold and of course silver. But uh, I think and, the crux is the issue here that we're trying to get to, and I, I think I we should emphasize is like why is Bitcoin so expensive right now? You know what I mean? But uh, gold yeah. is because Elon Musk. But is that because Elon? 
<laughs> no, well, definitely think, not. Think, think, think about what's happened. I mean, just to, you know, just to back up a little bit, like what we said about manipulation. Like right now, still with the Robin Hood, you, you, you can't uh, purchase, you know, what uh, these guys on uh, Wall Street bets were doing, you know, knowing that hedge funds were shorting and they find out, hey, let's uh, let's pump up the price of this and let's try to, you know, bring these, you know, big kahunas uh, down. And sure enough, yeah. it worked uh, until these exchanges said, uh, no, you can't do that. And I think this brings the crux of the crux of the issue that why Bitcoin so expensive right now is that there isn't that much of manipulation because of the fact that it's also in decentralized exchanges and yeah, there's a whole host of, uh, of centralized exchanges, but that's that's now, um, what is it? It's going to be replaced with what we know as DeFi. Yep. Where people can transact with one another without a central party saying, hey, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like right now, you see banks and all that. Like, you can go into your bank and whatever bank you have, Chase, uh, you know, you name it, you can transfer money. Um, but you still need to go through them. Um, decentralized finance aims to, you know, remove not only uh, the, uh, the exchange, like a centralized exchange, uh, the, the role that they play currently um, in traditional, you know, in, in, in what the, the traditional market is, but also what banks do. Um, one thing I wanted to, to bring up, and I kind of want to hear your thoughts on this. Isn't it interesting and funny that um, back on January 5th of this year, JP Morgan, because, um, you know, inst- institutional investors are getting in on crypto now the same people that might have been telling everybody to steer clear from steer clear steer steer away from crypto just a few years ago i have to imagine a lot of them were um everyone's bullish on on crypto and bitcoin right now um and one of their long-term predictions by jp morgan says bitcoin price to hit one hundred and forty-six thousand dollars, right um but this is the same jp morgan that back in September of last year had to pay a $1 billion fine for metals market manipulation. So, so the, the, the silver same market. people, the silver market, right? Yeah. Yep. So this, the same people that are suppressing and manipulating the markets are want people want you want me want retail folks that are listening um, to buy up Bitcoin because, hey, the price target's going to be $146,000 long-term. If that's not bullish and that's not, you know, if that doesn't make someone say, man, you know what? I don't want to miss out on that. I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to 
be kicking myself in the, you know, in the, in the, the long-term future and say, I can purchase this right now. And my investment's going to grow like this. So, so they're dangling a, a cake in front of people because I think what I think you're trying to say, I don't know if you remember when uh, Jamie Dimon, the uh, CEO of uh, uh, JP Morgan Chase back in, I think it was 2018. He basically said that uh, if he caught any of his employees trading Bitcoin, he would fire. Yeah. Yeah. But now that it's a complete, uh, you know, uh, 180 on, on that. So I, I really think uh, they, they may be already uh, manipulating well, with Bitcoin that they purchased on the OTC markets. That's over the counter. Yeah. The, the, those uh, markets don't affect the price of uh, Bitcoin or any product that's over the counter. And they they could have bought you know billions of dollars worth or you know, let me say a billion dollars worth not affected the price. I mean, think about it. If Elon Musk just purchased uh, very openly one point, well, Tesla uh, purchased one point five billion dollars of of Bitcoin um, at the price it was like around thirty seven thousand dollars, something like that. Um, we have to imagine that he purchased it around that price. Um, and he's actually come out and said that he wasn't a huge investor in Bitcoin. That's kind of like what the way he made it seem. Um, but imagine how much these big banks like JP Morgan were already purchasing, yep. uh, you know, a, a while ago. Um, and, and this might be an unpopular show, <laughs> you know, or excuse me, an unpopular topic. Um, but it is definitely one that I think uh we ought to shine the light on in terms of the topic because heck yeah heck yeah like this is when we started this podcast not again not to mention uh the 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 time before that we were discussing bitcoin and how we were on the fence about certain things and how we but we also felt that this would change uh the world really and it has um here we are we covered the first all-time breaking of the all-time the previous all-time high and here we are as we're having this conversation um there are new all-time highs being created not only by bitcoin this time but by a multiple by probably the, the entire coin market out there um, there are You're new just a, a new time on I just a few minutes ago. Which one? Uh, Ethereum. Ethereum. Yeah. So what? So we're at. So Ethereum is at what? Like eighteen fifty now? Uh, or nineteen? It, it crossed eighteen hundred. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's that has not happened. So. <laughs> yeah, so, so I mean, definitely, and the thing. The thing about Ethereum too, uh, which is fascinating, is that they play an integral role in this whole DeFi space, um, with with Uniswap and and all these. But like we've mentioned in previous shows, this market is here to stay. So, um, in terms of in terms of what the technology is doing and the way it's forging the way for the future, 
um, DeFi being the next, the, not the next big thing. I don't want to say that, but being the next thing that is going to be on the lips of um, the rumors, right? The rumor mill. And one thing that you and I have, have said, you're, you're the one that actually uh, was the first person that ever, that ever told me this. You said, uh, buy the rumor, sell the news. Right? And I think it's, it's probably a, an, an, old, an older saying, but I think I heard you say that quite a few times and it's stuck. Um, and that's essentially what, you know, what, uh, what this market has enabled people to do. Um, yeah, I was watching, um, I was watching somebody who was saying that for some of the generation, for a generation out there, they, this may be kind of difficult for them to wrap their minds around everything that we're kind of seeing play out. Um, but it comes a little bit more natural to people like you and I. Uh, we may not have uh, the number of difficulties or challenges when it comes to using technology uh, and then signing up for you know, different exchanges or doing different things if we have to you know, our generation. Um, but how, you, do you think decentralized finance aims to solve issues like that where it's going to make it easier for someone to just, you know, not even sign up for anything. It's just going to be, boom, you, you, you just send a token and that's it, or you send a coin to somebody. You can do it through Twitter. You could do it through social media. You could do, do it through a text message. Um, I think that's already possible to be honest, but is decentralized finance going to make it easier to even trade and, uh, um, and achieve more of these things, of course, trade, yes, but achieve more of these things for maybe an older, for, for older generations or the generation before us, I guess. Right. Like it, liking this as, as sending emails back in, you know, the early, was it uh, 1990? I mean, late 1990s, uh, when they're like, you hear it on the news. Oh, what's an email, and why do you need an email? You know, it's the same thing uh, with DeFi. Why do I need a, you know, a bank on my own? Uh, I have one down the street. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> what we're gonna get to because what it allows is the freedom of people that are underbanked to be able to be banked and be able to trade uh, even stable coins on these decentralized platforms. Now they are not perfect in no such way because the fees that are running on the majority of these uh, platforms is astronomical, but given that the technology is being laid out, eventually those fees will, you know, become hopefully close to zero and are very negligible where people in other countries like in Africa and Nigeria right now, uh, I don't know if you heard, they've basically banned uh, people from uh, purchasing crypto uh, with their bank accounts. So 
it, it, that's one path that unfortunately the Nigerian people are going to suffer because uh, now they have no access to be able to purchase um, cryptocurrencies where they can, you know, transfer from uh, one place to another quite efficiently and, and quickly. Uh, and now they're stuck within their ecosystem of, you know, the archaic ACH transfer systems that basically erode away their 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 value by you know simply transferring money from one place to the other. It's unfortunate for them, and but DeFi, <laughs> it, when it's gonna come out, you know, helping these individuals where it's not gonna be an arm and leg to transfer stuff, it's really gonna help them. It's really gonna bank them. Now, you, you mentioned fees, um, and you make it sound like a deterrent, but, um, and they should be, they, they definitely should be a deterrent for, uh, for many, but Bitcoin uh, and Ethereum both are the leaders in daily fees, and, and if you look at like the seven-day average of those fees, like Ethereum... In the past day, Ethereum fees have been $32,502,145.85. That's one day. That's one day, bro. Um, Bitcoin has um, day, uh, the, the daily fee, I guess, uh, the daily paid out in fees is $9,107,260.45. So... Those are the, the, the top two in fees in terms of crypto. Uh, people are using them. And that, that's, that's, again, a great indicator that it's being used. But the fees are outrageous. I have to imagine those fees, um, <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not steering people away from buying Bitcoin, dude. And it's, it's definitely not steering people away from holding holding bitcoin buying bitcoin now um when you have fees right. like that exactly and 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 you're you've you've made my point is that this is basically right now the majority of speculation yeah you yeah. could go and buy some uh bitcoin on paypal yeah you could go and buy bitcoin on Robinhood or wherever but do you really have bitcoin and are you basically holding it so that you can sell it for more later? I think essentially the, that's what exactly is happening. It, it, unfortunately, I hate saying this. It is a greater fool's, uh, you know, situation here that we're, we're encountering. Who well, is going to... The greed fat, the, the, the greed exactly. indicator is like what we exactly. opened up the show about. Right. Who's going to buy that Bitcoin at 50000 It's not going to be JP Morgan. <laughs> exactly. You, you hit it on the nail. And, and, and the, the, yeah, we, we could be uh, heading towards uh, a precipice uh, that, that's going to affect a lot of people. And it, it's not good when you're friends or family members just come out of nowhere 
And this I experienced back in 2017 and 18 uh, when they started calling me saying, hey, uh, what do you know about this token or about that token? Yeah, what do you yeah. know about this thing called Bitcoin? Yeah, or, or I've, I've, heard you, I've heard you talk about it. And uh, I want to know more about it now. Yeah, that that's the scary part. That's when these greed indicators... Hey, let me uh, back up. Warren Buffett has this great saying. He says, be fearful when people are greedy and greedy when people are fearful. And that mantra holds quite well. Yep. If you bought Bitcoin when people were fearful, right now you are in great profits or Ethereum, or whatever token out there uh, that's in the, that was in the top 10 or something like that, yeah. you would be in great profits. So what does that mean right now? Is it a good time to sell? Yeah, I, <laughs> I would say it would be a good time to sell because the, these indicators uh, are there for a reason. They're warning us. This is getting too hot, and I'm not saying that you should let go of everything, but uh, you know, uh, what's the saying? Uh, lock in some gains. Yeah, and again, this is not financial advice. What is <laughs> <laughs> so? You know, this man tells you actually listen to. Um, think about this for a second. So, this man. I watched the 2017 crash happen, you know, the bull run, and there was a lot of FOMOing. There was a lot of people who were very greedy at the time. Um, and again, it's not a bad thing. You don't want to miss out on an opportunity. Um, but Danny experienced it more closely than I did. And um, again, it's not. it's not like... No one's saying not to do something with your money that you think you should do. But what we're saying is understand that there are a lot of opportunities out there. And just like gold and silver, just like gold and silver are being suppressed and nobody's paying attention to those things because everybody's paying attention to Bitcoin. Um, just like these other things, just like the narratives are out there with Doge. You know, Doge or Doge. I always say Doge. I believe it might be even Doge. It's Doge. It's <laughs> Doge. It, whatever, you know, the dog, the dog coin, the meme coin, which is a joke, is being pushed by like over 50 celebrities or something to that effect. And that is a prime example of, you know, yeah, you, you put... Euphoria. Yeah, euphoria, but also <laughs> the joke might be on somebody who's who's left holding that thing uh, because, you know, everybody's kind of buying in and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, Doge is great. Doge, Doge serves no purpose outside of uh, it being a, um, a meme coin. Yeah, a joke coin historically, historically. Now, could that change in the future? Hey, who knows? I mean, crazier things have happened. But historically, if you go and study the trends, 
if you study the market trends, Doge was was half a cent or less than half a cent, dude. I, I don't even know. Um, fractions of pennies, yes. Fractions of pennies for years. Fractions of pennies for years. So I guess the the topic of this more kind of somber episode <laughs> man this is what kind of episode is this what kind of podcast are we leading here this is this is depressing right now this is the bull market well, the, 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 there there are opportunities out there yes. and defi 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 yes to take a to you really pay attention to and their narratives happening. but yeah but the precious metal markets i mean like like we started hey so suppressed the price is being suppressed because there's hardly any supply yet the price is where it's at yeah. it, 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 it's quite astonishing it really is. and it's unfortunate because I mean we all see it and we side with uh, with uh, the Wall Street bets the system is rigged and unfortunately it's rigged against us retail uh investors yep on on robin hood because i mean i i don't and i don't really care for robin hood but on robin hood you can purchase um i think five cryptocurrencies uh or, or a few you can purchase like a handful you can't purchase too many it's not like opening up a um bit account or whatever other exchange is out there um but they have a limited selection of, of uh, cryptocurrencies and it's like Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, um, Bitcoin itself, uh, Litecoin, and Doge. <laughs> you know, interestingly enough. So Doge is, wow. is not offered on some of the more main exchanges. I think you can get it on Kraken. Um, I don't believe you can get it on Coinbase, which is probably arguably no, no. One, of the, one of the bigger one of the bigger exchanges in the U.S., um, but you can get it on Robinhood. So it's interesting that they kind of these celebrities are pumping Doge um, and maybe steering traffic to Robinhood, and where they'll buy Bitcoin probably too. Because if they're interested in Doge, they're probably want to get their they're running they're they're going to want to get their hands on Bitcoin if they don't have some or if they want to you know load up. Um, so yeah, I mean it's. I don't know. Uh, it is a time to continue to keep your eyes peeled, um, due diligence, and and really enjoy what's happening. But at the same time, be aware of the narratives and understand that things like Doge, despite the euphoria that's happening because of uh, the Twitter sphere and the, the Twitter sentiment and all the social, you know, all the the celebrities just kind of, you know, randomly talking about it. Um, there's a historical trend with things like Doge. And there's a historical trend with things like Bitcoin, too. And guess what? Bitcoin, it rises. And then, like, every, as we've seen before, there, there are corrections. And there are... The crypto market is one of the most volatile in the world, and uh, but so like those... you pointed out, like th- th- these are called market cycles. Yeah, 
They definitely are. Things go up and things go down. And <laughs> that's that's the way uh, these markets go. Yeah. So it is a, an exciting time for uh, cryptocurrency in and it of itself. And uh, it's also a time to um, take a look at what's happening out there. Uh, if you're in the U.S., uh, there are, there's a lot of things that are happening here in the U.S., that are even affecting the cryptocurrency market, affecting um, all the all the different markets, the, the, the commodities markets, all those different things. So um, it's a fascinating, fascinating time to be alive. But uh, <laughs> I think if there's nothing else, um, this is where we might wrap it up. I don't know if you want to close it on anything about any of these topics or if you feel good with where we're at Danny yeah I think uh, we should definitely wrap things up and uh, just I guess uh, our next podcast should be about getting to some details with uh, DeFi and how that's going to level the playing field for we've definitely uh, touched we've touched upon it and uh, we're we're absolutely uh, should explore um DeFi a lot more because there are projects that are in the works that are going to continue to innovate. Um, yeah, so things are exciting. Um, but glad we hashed this out. I really am. I'm Phil, and he's Dan, the man on the other side of the line, hashing things out uh, for you, the audience. We appreciate your time we're so glad that you tune in and uh i'm out of here danny you out see y'all